Hey, welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blowout. I'm Julian Shalazzo. I'm sitting here with Jefferson Dutton. Oh, wow, Julian. Thanks so much for having me. I feel so relaxed. Thanks for joining. And his bandmate, podcast mate, and well, a guy who made a drum, just seeing on the sheet, he made a drink called the Calpi Corgiano. Welcome, Tim Calpacus. What is up? Oh, whoa. I think I'm. I think I'm. I think peaking. you might have spooked him, Tim. I, I, I want to go home. Oh yeah, <laughs> Julian wants to go home. Oh, he I don't wants like his little this. mommy, doesn't he? I don't like any of this. Hey, okay, <laughs> Julian, why don't you slide over? It's me, the big hand bopper. I'm here talking to Timmy and the Jeff man. You guys have been on the road, geez, better part of the year from what I'm of my notes say over here. You know what, hand bopper, you're starting to. Your obsession about oh, really annoy you? Yes, I like my wife. No, here's the thing. We all know you have a fear of going on the road. You'll never go on the road. You ask about it compulsively. Yeah. It's like it's almost like you're I, I hate to say it, like you're kind of getting off on yeah. asking us about it's the road. It's beyond just the normal, like, oh, let me vicariously live through you. It's got like a sinister, yeah, dark. It rounded a corner recently. No, I don't want to be here. <laughs> so they're both, all right, Julian and Han Bobber are both all fucked up tonight. <laughs> Get out of here. Those guys are out of here. All right. It's just me, the Mike Hanford Bobber. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank God. You're back to normal, finally. Yeah, geez, Julian. It's, I'm oh, happy it you're nice here. nice to see him. Thank you. Let uh, me ask I you guys hope- this. If you were me, what would you order from Grubhub right now. Ooh, Timmy, I was Ooh. thinking about a little Taco Bell, my damn so. Oh, Taco, Taco Bell. Bell, Jeff. Jeez, we ate so much Taco Bell on the road. No, we just really twice. Did. Just twice. Well, a, a Taco Bell equivalence then. Hey, hey, we. you know what we got to talk about is the fucking much uh, the celebrated Mexican pizza. Boo, sucked. Boo. First time that in was my a weird life. Thing. That was a I have never, ever felt like the Taco Bell promo item has been a flopperino. And yes, I was expecting, I had heard the hype. I heard, I had heard it was sold out. So I, my hopes were high, but I think that the Mexican pizza is not only nothing to write home about. I would say it's the worst promo item in Taco Bell history. Wow. And if anyone from the Taco Bell uh, test kitchen is listening, we do want to say, we know you try very hard and keep working out. You're going to nail the next one. We just know it. Put it on put it on a chalupa shell or or something chewy like pizza and it'll be a Mexican pizza which is delicious. I wish there was a documentary about how it's just like how, what goes on in the test kitchens. Like all of them. All of them. Do, oh, what? All of what? All of them? All of them. All of all them. the <laughs> All of them. Um, no, because there's a there's a Panda Express one that's famous. I think. Oh, you want to see documentary on all of them on 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 like fast food test kitchens, not just Taco Bell. Taco right, Bell's the most you, interesting. You one, could though, go. They're innovative. They're innovative over there in right, Pasadena. They have the, the, the There's a location of there's what Panda <laughs> Express started in Pasadena. They have the Panda Express Innovation Kitchen. It has the promo dishes there. They they test market them there before they go to the malls <gasps> wow. across. You know, what we should do sometime you is go get to the, over there. Like, uh, what's the precursor to Panda Express? The Panda Inn? Yeah. Or like the, oh. I would do that. We should do that. Did, That's around here, too. Can I tell you about that? I do yes. it all the time because uh, <gasps> it's they have a big brunch, and my in-laws live in Pasadena. Mm. So we go there 
fucking all-you-can-eat buffet walking around scooping yourself out your own fucking shrimp and shit. Ooh. And then there's a noodle station and a sushi, sushi station and all this stuff. <laughs> but let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. I would call it like classic, like American Chinese food, you know, like Great. where it's like I'm Kung Pao chicken, orange chicken, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, when you, you pay for the all-you-can-eat buffet, it's brunch vibes. You get a choice of cocktail that oh. comes with and you could you could have this you could have a mimosa because it's brunch but you could get a mai tai get out of here you know you can we, get a mai tai well too. we've talked about how chinese restaurants really are like the the mainstay of the tiki torch. drinks for, yeah. especially in in new england i feel yep. like that's and in san francisco it's like oh the the these restaurants are where you get uh tiki drinks Badouge, I the delicious mai tai, little on the juicy side. That's okay. That's okay. Mm. Very fun. Tim, I just went to Tonga Hut the other night. Oh, before I saw Barbarian, was it scary? Oh, what'd you think of Barbarian? I haven't seen it yet. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, well, what did you think it of it though? I liked it. I liked it now because of the ending. When how'd that go, Mike? You almost <laughs> got me. <laughs> Try to give this but here, I want to talk about this Tonga situation though. Okay. No, no, no. Before we get to that, I want to ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barbarian uh-huh. hit. Scary movie, a lot of buzz, directed by one of the members of the Whitest Kids You Know sketch comedy group. Zach Kreger. So now everyone's wondering which member of the Birthday Boys is going to direct a hit movie. Jeff, me. I elect you. Go for it. Me. You elect me? I elect you. What? He he you like all the Dutch <laughs> angles and all that. <laughs> Apple Baker Charlie, this guy directs, man. He knows the angles, but he doesn't know heart, and he doesn't know how to scare you down to your bones. <laughs> sure, I, I do. Mike, do you? You know how to... Yes. Yeah. Yes, I could I could do a scary movie. My God, you would, you would, you would never return to the theater again in your life. Yeah, Mike, the only time that you scare me <laughs> is when I take a look at your grocery list. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh, hell yeah. Got him. <laughs> How are you seeing my list? Fritos, Cheetos, and all the like. <laughs> <laughs> and all the baked like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff, I think you could do a scary movie, man. Hey, Tim and I are... God, man, why do I fucking... This is what my grandmother does. She would be like, Dave uh, Jefferson. Yeah. it's It happened lately. I blame COVID. Anyway. Maybe you're demented. Mitch and I are working on a horror movie. You all Don't know Don't talk this. about that now. Okay. okay. You haven't even barely written it. No, we, we've barely written it. <laughs> we, we, we've, we've officially barely written it. But that seems like a that seems like a bad omen for Hollywood stuff no, to talk know. about a script that's not written. Okay. Yeah, uh, but hey, okay. Okay. What were we talking about? What happened to the Tonga Hut? Oh, yeah, Tonga Hut. I go to Tonga Hut all the time, and I I always go Mai Tai or Zombie, but I wanted to explore. Mm. So Mm. I did a screen grab of the menu, and I started highlighting the things that I at least had. I didn't make any notes about like, oh, this one was good or bad or whatever. But Mai Tai, great. Painkiller, great. Voodoo Juice, great. Nutty Chi Chi. Was like a uh, pina colada sort of thing with a macadamia flavor to it. Yeah, and that it just and it's sounds Chi-Chi. awesome. <laughs> Chi Chi has vodka instead of rum. Exactly right, Tim. Damn, how'd you know that? <laughs> I'm a litwit. The other one I got was a Dr. Funk. Oh, I've seen that on their menu, but I don't know the deal. On that. I'll read Dr. you the Funk description. Served on the one. <laughs> the Funk <laughs> on the one. Bootsy Collins. It says the ultimate sweet tart combines. Ooh. Coruba rum and lots of citrus for a tantalizing tingle. Ooh, and I yeah, love Coruba. I, I have it. And I heard 
I heard Karuba and I heard lots of citrus and I said, that's the drink for me. And it was great. Um, sweet tart makes it sound like candy. It's just like really limey and icy and uh, it's got mm. that it's got that nice rum. It sounds like a planter's punch. Dark rum, lime sugar. Yeah, but it doesn't have juice cane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know it's got juice you know cane. It's got Honestly, juice cane. next time I have like a bunch of people at my house, I'm going to do planter's punch because we have that right. place down the street that does juice cane. Yeah. Right. What a and find. That, that was the thing that had to be... Opened and drank very quickly, right? Also, the, the only drink I've ever woken up the next day after recording and been like, I feel great. Yeah. And I feel fantastic. <laughs> I still have some of that. I've, I used like half of my juice cane and then uh, froze it. It was delicious. And that was the one uh, uh, celebrity bartender Jack Schramm had given us a heads up, like, don't bother. You can't find juice cane. It's hard to keep and stuff like that. And then we really did. It was amazing that you found a place called Cane Juice that served cane I could juice. Walk, I could walk to the Cane Juice place. <laughs> Nuts. Wow. Wow. Can I bring up something? It's happened twice already go. in this episode. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's, it's, it's Tim, look, you know, I, I love you. been with you forever, but I'll be with you to the end. <laughs> be, be with. It's very difficult to talk about restaurants and food with Tim because he's already had it all. <laughs> you do, you bring up, should, do you think I you should bring zip up the lip? No, no, no. Don't zip the lip. I love that you go out there and you know everything because then you can have a conversation about it. But anytime oh. I've ever been like, hey, you know, I went to this uh, restaurant. Oh, yeah, I've been there. They got this. <laughs> this <laughs> oh, I, I got the um, turkey sandwich. They had what? <laughs> you got the turkey sandwich at Rayo's Italian restaurant? Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> or Jeff, you mentioned the pandas. Like, oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's tough to impress with places right, with you've the, been. The food stuff. He's got an encyclopedic knowledge of it, and he knows what he ordered. <laughs> I, I well, how do you think I feel when I try to casually talk about a fish set list? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I just say I don't know. Uh, hey guys, what do you guys think of uh, Burlington '97? Oh yeah, well they opened with Wilson. <laughs> It's very, it's very difficult to stump you. And I think the only thing, the, the summer I went to, um, and now I'm going to blank on the name, the pizza place down here in Brooklyn. Defara. Defara. And that you, that was one I was, you hadn't been to, but you knew all about it. <laughs> story well, about I was it. excited that you went there because I've heard about it my whole life. I tried to go there and the summer that I w- was going there, they were closed because of tax evasion. Right, right, right. It was good. Defara. Is it, is it F-A-R-A? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. D-I um, space. Oh, diff- uh, Faro, I know, is a lighthouse in Italian, right? Oh. Yeah. That would make sense because it's far enough out in Brooklyn that it could be kind of near, like, water. And yeah. it was, I remember the, the pizza takes a long time to get to you because the oven is way up top, like this big, huge spiral staircase at the top of this sort of cylindrical <laughs> building. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They put the slice in, they walk all the way back down. You pay, and then they walk up and bring mm-hmm. it. How about when um, we went to Spumoni Gardens, huh? That was fun. Who did? Fun. I didn't go to that shit. Tim, Me, Jessica, Mike, Ben yeah, went that to was Spumoni fun. Gardens, ate a big feast in the hot sun. And then we went, oh, man. Did we go to the German, that beer garden up in Queens? We did. Oh, yeah, Bohemian that was, Hall. That was yeah. so fun. I got to do that during uh, the, this month of October. Yeah, that's a fun. That's a fun a... fucking. I love that place. Hey, I, are, that's another hey, one I heard of. Forever. Guys, are we going to be talking about exclusive food experiences for the entire pod? Jeff, no, you but gotta, I, you got to come out to New York. I want to tell you something about the food thing. I will, Michael. Um, one thing that you're 
you're fortunate to not be foodies, but here's the thing in my life that you don't deal with. The comments on Eater, you know, like there's Vox Media has all the different blogs, Curb, right. this yeah. and that. The food one is Eater. Mm. There's Eater, there's Eater, there's Eater New York, Eater LA, blah, blah. I follow them all. And that's pretty much where my food knowledge comes from. Mm-hmm. And I have never seen such a snarky comment section in my fucking life. <laughs> like um, this writer we all know, Farley Elliott, yeah. is kind of the main. Right. He's oh, yeah. like a like a salaried on staff, like not a freelancer. Like he's like an all day, every day employee of the thing. He writes these reviews about breakfast burritos or whatever. He he does a good job. And then I'll, it'll be like 13 best breakfast burritos in L.A., and then like you open up instead of just saying like, oh, I like this place you guys left off. They're like, I see that you continue to leave the West side out of your maps. <laughs> like there's so much hate. It's insane. <laughs> and it's a it's like who would think that foodies would be like this like of hateful course, fandom? The weird fucking little interior snobs who have their own little interior experience. And I think it's a very tangible thing to own, especially if you live in a city like and you're into breakfast burritos. You can drive around and eat them all, and you can ha- you can feel like an authority. So like they're all every, little Paul Giamatti in sideways. They really are. Like everybody thinks that they are the guru of every little food, and they get so mad. It's so weird. There's, and then. They respond like Farley will respond to all of them. Be like, actually, that place was on our list last year. And I felt like this year they were not as good or whatever. And has to respond to all of them. That'll shut them up. I'm glad that we don't attract those people for our main podcast about cocktails. Oh, they tear us apart. I think there's something too with food and it happens with sports. You can get away with a lot. uh, You know, if you're just like a casual, uh, you know, I'm not talking about Farley here. He actually writes the articles and puts time thought into it. But people who are like, oh, I'm a foodie. You can talk about food pretty ob- ob- obtusely. Yeah. You know, and mm. sports too. You can be, in a, I've been at parties where I've been in sports conversations like, oh my God, I can't believe they lost again. Well, they, you know, they got to win. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, I hate when they lose. I love it when they win. You can, you can get away with a lot. But at the end of the day with sports, there's some objective things we can all agree on because there's like statistics and somebody wins a mm-hmm. World Series or whatever. But with food, man, like P- lucky boy versus via Corona on the breakfast burrito <laughs> boards. Yeah. People are like, fuck you. You fucking moron, <laughs> man. And it's so, it, you can't, you can't really let right with sports. There's like rules. And if this person gets this many points, they win and blah, blah, with a burrito. It's like, well, it tastes this way to me. Well, it tastes this way to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could argue about the price point. But see, not not yeah. all food is highfalutin. Oh. Some food is known by all. Some food, Jeff, I you're right. Think Some I know food what is you're getting at. Very simple to prepare. Yeah. See, that's what the funny thing about some food, folks. If you haven't guessed by now, I'm talking about Chi Town. No, if you haven't guessed <laughs> by now, <laughs> we're talking about. Uh, something that does not jibe well with my keto diet, cereal. What is the ultimate cereal? Ultimate or best? Uh, I always forget what the distinction is. Best. Uh, Best. Best. I like Um, like best. Right, because ultimate, you know, best. But I was just thinking today, I was thinking about my favorite cereal and... Mm -hmm. Good. Good. (laughs) Good. Perfect. I was thinking, what a boon, what a success story for 
marketing that like every every like marketing marketing department for every company or any agency or whatever is trying to take a thing no one knows about or was just invented or whatever and make it like central to the lives of the people they're marketing to. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the 1800s, there were some farmers, they had yeah. some grain, mm-hmm. they had some oats. They <laughs> didn't know what sugar. to do with them. Yeah. They put them in a bowl, they had a little milk, and like, okay, you can have this for breakfast. Maybe you have, yeah. sometimes you have eggs, sometimes you have an old flapjack. But <laughs> on, on a lazy day, there's something called cereal, and it is unremarkable. And then in post-war America, somebody pulled Kellogg, off- Mr. Kellogg. Mr. Kellogg, who, which is I like- I don't know if it it's was It's weird because there's like the road to Wellville Kellogg, and it is, yeah. I think it was sort of just like a wholesome food for a while. By the time it gets to our generation and you're like, okay, the Saturday morning- uh, Cartoon, the commercials and, and the mascots and the cartoons and blah, blah, blah. But there's a midpoint in there where America really does decide like breakfast is a bowl of cereal. Yeah. And I I don't really, I don't eat cereal as an adult and I'm always trying to like not overdo it on the carbs. But like most people wake up, pour a bowl of cereal, splash some milk and that's their breakfast. And it wasn't like that until like you... you Somebody had to just like reassure you, like this is what you do. You have your coffee. Yeah, I mean, or you know, this. was that your experience? Because a- as a kid, I never had eggs for breakfast. That would be like a weekend thing. Yeah, and then that oftentimes was, it would take the form weekend. of French toast or pancakes, and like sometimes mm-hmm. just like straight up eggs. But truly, Monday through Friday for for like the first twenty years of my life or whatever, uh, call it seventeen, cereal. Yeah, well, definitely. Also, I would say even when I was really young, I loved it because you could talk about the cartoon characters you liked and whatever the toy in the box and stuff. But then also, I think late teens and college era and early twenties, you don't know how to cook and you and you and it's leave, fast. You're, you're having cereal for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner when you got no money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Um, but, but cereal I, is expensive. I when I I bought some cereal recently. And I was in the aisle. I was like, this is $7 for a fucking Cheerios box? That's fucked up. That's some New York shit. I heard that cereal is the number one markup of, of uh, the raw materials. It's grain. The country yeah. has too much grain. Government is subsidizing grain. Too much grain in the whole country. And then to spend $7 on a box of cereal, it's marked up. I think a typical food markup, it, I, I think you like triple the cost or something. But I okay. feel like cereal is like 10 times the cost. Damn. Um, nice yeah, profit yeah. margin, Kellogg. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting what you say about the uh, cereal being a post-war thing because I do think of you know breakfast cereal that that word specifically being like a a uh, like Bob Dylan phrase, even though maybe he hasn't used that, but just like yeah, Eisenhower and breakfast cereal oh, and sure. good plastic. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your, what do you think was up plastic with plastic on your couch? The 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 part of this complete breakfast when we yeah, were kids, yeah. You'd see, yeah. oh, okay, Count Chocula, he's cool. And then it would say part of this complete breakfast, and it would show you eggs, bacon, orange juice, pancakes, waffles. Orange juice and milk. A glass of milk sometimes with the milk and cereal. It reminds me of uh, our beloved sponsor who has changed my life, M-Drive. Yes. Uh, protein drinks. They say, you know, on their packaging, very clear, like, drink M-Drive with your light meal. And I mm. chatted with a rep, and I was like, I typically don't eat breakfast. Do I? 
if I have M drive on an empty stomach, is it bad for me? And he's like, no, you could do that. And I was like, so what's with this light meal stuff? And he said like, well, we just don't really want people replacing their meals. It leads, you know, there's a bad connotation, eating disorders and all this stuff. If it's just the drink. Yeah. Yeah. We want to put out a positive message that it's like eat food and then this is supplemental. But yes, if you don't want to eat breakfast or lunch, you can have M drive shakes and you're fine. And that made me think with part of his complete breakfast, I was like, how bad? How sugary is Count Chocula that like the FDA made <laughs> made you like made them say you this isn't breakfast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but here's the other thing: yep. kids can run on sugar. I mean, mm. especially when you're a kid, they just burn anything. America runs on Dunkin' though. Well, mm. that's true. But uh, you know, in um, Back to the Future, what is it? The end of one when they have Mister Fusion and uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Doc Brown's just throwing banana peels and whatever. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And like, that'll power it. After that whole movie of like, you know, having enough power for the flex capacitor, he's throwing in whatever garbage. I feel like little kids are that. They're growing so fast that um, sugar will be fine. And you, you get them all sugared up and you send them off to school and now it's the teacher's problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cereal is always a fun thing to go see. Uh it, or in the aisles, the aisle? it's fun to see the uh, see some cereal. All the all the different boxes. I like a good <laughs> cereal box. I go up and down on cereal, uh, like liking it. Like right now, I got a some box of something. I can't even forget what it is, but it's a special K thing with a bunch of oat clusters and shit in there. But uh, I'll finish that, and I won't think of cereal for another three months. So, but like while you ha- is uh, this week, have you eaten cereal for breakfast? Uh, yes, I've had it twice. In the last like four days, since since I've gotten it, Jeff, you eating cereal? Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm a semi regular. I'll, yeah, I'll feel, do. It I feel well. like you, when we lived together, you were a cereal guy. Yeah, yeah, but they've changed. They've changed. My favorites have changed to oh, me. Yeah, this will be a good episode because I am on a new thing. Ooh. I will say it's one of these weird. I flat out don't eat cereal. Like I love it. I grew up eating it and stuff. But like as an adult, I've told myself just like. A sugary cereal, a bunch of carbohydrates. You shouldn't have that. Now, I'll eat a big fat pizza for dinner, but for some reason, I won't buy. I have mm. more um, willpower when I'm grocery shopping than when I'm mm, drunk at night. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, breakfast. You know, Jessica eats like Greek yogurt, and I have M Drive, and then I'm off the rails by night. I have a feast. I'm a big fat feasting. I'm <laughs> gobbling everything inside by nighttime. Sure. But I, have, I have restraint in the morning because I, I don't wake up hungry and I don't want to eat in the morning. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get down to it. Who's going Who among first? You? Let's get down. Let's get down to business. I'll go first. Then let's see what you got. Okay. Let me paint a little picture for you. Okay. Mm, nice. Sure. Well, it's uh, the early 90s, you know? Mm -hmm. Clinton is king. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) He honks that horn and we love it, don't we, huh? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, in uh, Olive Bridge, New York, Ulster County, Hudson Valley, Catskills, there's a little Greek boy who will wake up from his little room full of his beloved toys and... (laughs) bullshit he's got (laughs) and he'll run downstairs on a saturday morning to watch his favorite show garfield and friends Mm. Mm. never read the garfield 
comics in the newspaper or or bought too many of the anthologies. More of a Calvin and Hobbes far side guy. Yeah, or, sure, sure. In in print, in print, in print. <laughs> but no, Tim, how do you feel about U.S. Acres? Just as a really quick departure. <laughs> you know, U.S. Acres. I'm going to the bathroom when Orson takes over. Get out of here! Really, I like Orson. I like went, it. No, I love I, I love U.S. Acres. I love all of it. Um, I really really like that show like i laughed hard it's a sketch show kind of Mm. um i actually remember like when i think of like the first joke i loved and i thought of jokes as like did somebody write that and is that a job and like i i remember like recounting this joke to my brother because i liked it so much was like (laughs) (laughs) there was this like kung fu parody you know, the Kung Fu, the TV show. Yeah. Um, and on Garfield and friends, sometimes they would just, it would just be like, Oh, Garfield and John. And they're just normal stuff happening. Sometimes it would be sort of high concept and genre. And like, especially when you're a kid, you don't know the reference. You're just enjoying the take. Exactly. Cause I had not seen a thing, but guys, uh, let's let's return quickly to the serial topic. Uh, Tim, go ahead with your joke. No, 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 no. Here's no, what's yes, 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 Jeff. Let me host the show. Tim, let's go. <laughs> Jeff, that's true. Let Mike host. You okay. host the main podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm on your side, Tim. What do you think about that? <laughs> I should no, I want to hear the story. I think we just need to boom, no, get no. to it. Well, Mike, here's the cool thing. Joke. The thing about podcasts, people get to know the host. It's um, parasocial. They know us. Mm. <laughs> so the joke is <laughs> the, joke on, <laughs> the joke on the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. No, this I'll is good. This is it. like an early joke. This is good. Uh, this is Saturday morning cartoons when you eat cereal, when you see commercials for cereal. I know, but now just tell us the joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the joke I is, like seeing you have to be the structure guy. I'm getting a real kick out of this. <laughs> um, it's all about like, ooh, can you grab... Um, I'm not going to do the offensive uh, accents they did, but it's a it's a kung fu uh, parody, and they're like, "Can you grab the cracker out of the hand of the guru?" And uh-huh. like Garfield's like trying to grab a, like a, a a cracker, like a Ritz cracker out of the hand of like it's sort of like a young grasshopper and sensei relationship. Sure. And when he find for years he's training and he's trying to grab the cracker out of the other guy's hand and when he finally gets it he's like what did i win and then they're like you won the home game of grab the cracker and it was like oh you know on game shows when you you win the game and then you win the home game and they're just promoting their board game or whatever yeah yeah and i laughed so hard at that and i remember (laughs) telling my brother later like so he he finally wins, and you're thinking like, what did he win? That's gonna be huge, and he won the home game. Like it's like a it's like a game show with a stupid prize. Cartoons are doing what t- real people do, and it was like I I thought about that joke. Like I think I liked that I got it because it's as opposed yeah, yeah. to just a joke that's like a character. Or, or what, like you needed to have a reference point, like you had to get the game yeah. show parody. Anyway, I was proud of myself for being a, a intellectual. What's in my hands while I'm watching this show? Yes. My favorite cereal, Honey Bunches of Oats. Play the clip. Wow. It all starts right here. For Honey Bunches of Oats. This is the best cereal we've ever made. Everybody in the plant likes it. We have to work 24 hours a day, seven <laughs> days a week this. to make enough of this stuff. It's actually yeah. toasted. It's kind of sweet. Eat it right out of the box. There's a lot of hardworking people here. We're uh, loading up uh, Honey Bunches of Oats. This is how we get Honey Bunches of Oats to other planets. We can't make enough of it. We gotta feed America! <laughs> Wait, what? I like working here. Honey Bunches of Oats! It's our favorite! How's it taste? Good. 
Um, the <laughs> lady with the glasses and the uh, like the hairnet who mm-hmm. works on the line there. I was just reading her name's Diane. She really worked at General Mills or Post. Post. Uh, oh. She really worked at Post. Really made that cereal. They did auditions internally to cast the people. For, that was the original commercial, and they talked to a bunch of real Post employees. And then she became the face of Honey Bunches of Oats, and she starred in like hundreds of commercials. And she that's really great. On wow, the that's yeah. that's fucking awesome. That's a that's a real blind spot for me. The Honey Bunches of Oats. But you've seen that commercial, right? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Th- that's um, a, such a fun genre of commercial. They're like the people in the factory actually yeah. fucking love this shit. Burr, 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 and like burr, burr, now burr, Amazon's burr. trying to do it be- to like combat their, uh, yeah. <laughs> their yeah. like, shitty reputation. Yeah, you don't have to car piss in a bucket here. <laughs> um, I always, even when I was a kid, I somehow never really went for the marshmallowy, cartoony stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like there's something about Honey Bunches of Oats that's like kind of like autumnal, like you feel like you're eating granola or something. Yeah. But I was a kid. It's very sugary when I eat it now. But you know the secret ingredient? It's got toasted coconut and you almost wouldn't know it. Ooh. It's got almonds. It's very good. I used to fill up the bowl and then I would drink, I would eat a lot of milk and I, cause I wanted to have like leftover soggy honey bunches of oats with no milk <laughs> for some weird reason. But I think I also had an element, the same part of me that would be proud that I understood the game show reference and that joke. I think I thought I was eating a more grown up cereal than my friends. And I think that the other people that were having the candy stuff, I think I was like, yeah, yeah, that's good for you. But I'm a bit of an intellectual. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's very funny. Uh, Yes. Make it getting soggy cereal was never. uh, I wanted to get that stuff out of there before I had a chance to sog up. Yep. Jeff, what cereal you uh, eating? Well, Tim, you bring up a good point uh, about the marshmallowy about the Garfield joke. (laughs) Oh yeah, I I loved Garfield and Friends as well. And uh, what was the name of the? the, There were two little baby chicks in U.S. Acres, and one of them was one in the shell. Sheldon still in the egg. That was very funny to me. Sheldon and Leather were like a normal name. Skeeter, Miles. Yeah, Mm. and then there was the duck who had like was wearing a floaty ring. Wade Wade was afraid of everything, and he had a. A, a floaty and his face was his face was on the floaty but it would and also it would, like react <laughs> to, to yeah like he was wearing the hat the floaty would be wearing a hat too. Yeah. and remember orson the pig if he ever read a book then suddenly everyone would be in the world of the book because orson's Ooh. imagination was so rich is, is that like an orson <laughs> wells thing i don't i don't know i don't think they're... so well, i mean orson wells was fat maybe they're making fun of him for being a pig Jeez. well hey before we get into my whole thing did you ever see heathcliff yeah yeah Heathcliff was a weird version of, I don't know what he was all about. And then just like Garfield, Heathcliff had like an alternate story as well with the junkyard cats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one cat, I remember the skinny one who had roller skates always had his uh, headphones on too. Is there a showbiz thing that like one cat, a cat can't carry a show. You must cut to a a farm or a junkyard or something. You got to cut to something. Um, but that was, I mean, yeah, honestly. And also the Mario cartoon had Zelda re- occasionally as well. Like, damn, have confidence in your premises, 80s cartoons. Um, <laughs> anyway, I would watch, uh, I, I would, um, here's my big three as a kid. Favorite three. I did Fruit Loops like a motherfucker. Ooh, okay. Don't look with your eyes, just follow your nose and all that stuff. And all that. Even before the blue ones came out, I was 
into Ooh. the Fruit Loops. Never did the Apple Jacks, never did whatever else. Um, Lucky Charms. Here's a fun one because I would always eat the oats first. Uh-huh. If, I, if I get a couple mm. marshmallows on the way, fine, but I would like... The way that my spoon would enter that that big old bowl, <laughs> I would try and get like maximum oats, minimum marshmallows. Sure, you're going to get some marshmallows. No problem. Yeah. But the idea was that at the end, you have just marshmallows yeah. and some pink milk. Ooh. See, that was I, – I didn't, I didn't uh, do it like too uh, methodically like that. But if I put my spoon in and I pulled up like a bunch of marshmallow, a big marshmallow bite, I was like, ooh, that's going to be great. And then if I got a big oat, Bite of like, oh, this one's gonna suck. Oh, but but Mike, this, <laughs> this is how I knew suck. I was a. I, here's here's how I I knew I was a little fucking cereal edger. <laughs> that uh, imagine at the end having like five spoonfuls of just marshmallow, the pure yeah. ecstasy. Oh, I get it. Ooh. It makes me. Shiver. <laughs> I do that to this day. You I save mean, your favorite for last. You want to leave on a high note. Yeah, like not with cereal, but like, don't you guys arrange it? But like. Of course. Uh, the 39-year-old version is me eating Eat your a rib- salad first. I'm eating a ribeye. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I yeah. fucking, I save the cap because it's my favorite part. And I'm like, that'll be good. And I steal little <laughs> bits throughout the whole meeting, but uh, the meeting, uh, dinner. But you know the final bite is going to be cap. Yeah. I get I get the vegetables on my plate out of the way ASAP. Let's get those out of the way of and then I can have a little fun. And then you have a little fun. Exactly. You want to end on a high note. But then also, um, a special shout out to Magic Stars. That was the generic Lucky Charms. We'd occasionally get some Magic ah, Stars in the mix. Magic Stars. Were those in a bag instead of a box? No, they were in a box, but they were in a blue box, and like the oats weren't as good. The marshmallows were exactly as good, though. So mm. you, that's how you know they still got duddy. They did a Zelda a Zelda one, too, that had uh, marshmallows in it. Oh, you know what? I remember the Mario and the um, Zelda food, but they were they were more like pebbles to me or something. That was a time when it was like, if you got a property, put some marshmallow, like just do oh. a Lucky Charm style version of it. Ninja Turtles had that, mm-hmm. too. That, or, or like maybe even Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, I think, did. But, um, okay, the other one, which I can't even find anymore, and I wonder if like maybe it's not maybe the FDA put an end to it, is Rice Krispie Treats cereal. Oh, oh wow, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, Because like we all know Rice Krispies, nobody ever liked them on their own, but those I treats, did. really? Oh, sure. But like, okay, here's the thing. The, yeah. the purple box with the treats with the fucking marshmallow goo and the big chunks of shit. I re- yeah. <laughs> that was, I remember even as a kid, I it was, was like, too good to be this true. is nuts. <laughs> this yeah, is like, too- it's like, is this okay? Can I be doing I don't this? like this. <laughs> so those are my favorites as a kid. As I grew up a little older, I really like Raisin Bran Crunch. Ooh. Mm. Have you ever had that? That's like, so it's like they I took Raisin Bran and they kind of turned it into Honey Bunches of Oats a little bit. And they yeah. have some like granola chunks and there's a bit of like a honey glaze on there or whatever. It's really very good. Check it out, folks. But my pick, my fucking mm. pick, I could do without the Fs, and, but yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm not trying to be like a weird guy. I'm trying to be actually like kind of just my most honest self. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Okay. Here comes my David, or Shredder as he'd rather be called. Shredder likes his wheels. <laughs> Fortunately, he also likes Kellogg's Crispix. And that's fine Crispix. by me. Because Crispix has less than a teaspoon of oh, sugar shit. per serving. He's up the box. And no artificial Damn. flavors, colors, or preservatives. That's my David. Of all the things my shredder likes, I'm glad Crispix is one of them. Kellogg's Crispix. Fun for kids. Fine by moms. What's the Shredder thing all about? What was going on? He there? was a skateboarder. It's not oh, Shredder, Shredder from Ninja Turtles. Shredder. Uh, so what I also I thought we were going shredded wheat. 
No, no. This is Crispix, folks. Crispix Kellogg's is a good Crispix. cereal. I'm with you, Jeff. This is like weirdly, uh, it feels weirdly adult to me, mm-hmm. but God, I just love the taste. Yeah. And um, it's little hexagons. You might have seen them. And on one side. It's cold. And on the other side. <laughs> rice. <laughs> Wait, who was saying rice there? Gordon, Gordon. Ramsay. Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Rice. Not as iconic as the corn kid, but yeah. <laughs> as iconic. It's a bit of a step down. I mean, we should have gone rice first. But uh, folks, this is a good cereal that like stays really good in the milk. It does. It Here's captures one thing the I milk noticed. inside it, the hexagon trap. I, I, uh, I said in a tweet many years ago, <laughs> Crispix knows what they got. That shit's uh-huh. never on sale. Ooh. And it's true. This shit... You're paying full price every time. There's never a Crispix. And how much are you paying for that? Honestly, probably, this is probably like a $5 box. Uh-huh. But it's one of the only cereals that I'll go to my local Albertsons, local Albertsons, and it'll be sold out. You can't wow. get it. Wow. No <laughs> one's talking about before. this, Jeff. This is, I know, this is I know. off the radar. Crispy Crispix. Anyways, Jeffy D. Crispix gang, rise up, and um, I'll see sure. you at the polls. Wow. That's great. Damn. Uh, I've seen you eat that Crispix before, Jeff, and you always seem to be in a little bit of a better mood. Uh, <laughs> I'm with you on the Lucky Charms. Yeah. I'm with you, and I haven't really had the uh, Honey Bunches votes. I would get, you know, I did, I did uh, recently, I got a, uh, probably last time I got cereal, I got a variety pack. I had a great time. Wait, you're talking uh, about like, a, like the little boxes? The little guys. The little guys. The best. It had... Um, you really expand had, your horizons. One of my faves... I used to like Fruit Loops, and then I was like, eh, not, not into that anymore. I really like Frosted Flakes. That's a pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. They just put a little f- dust of frosting on there. Ooh, it tastes good. Ooh, more than dust. They're good. I like Cheerios. I like Honey Nut Cheerios. I'm into more of the clustery things these days. Uh, hey, I like... Have you guys ever had O's? 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 Mm, O's? Oh, is, oh, is that made by um, uh, fucking... I wouldn't Quaker? know who made them. Yeah, but he, it, it's, it's like it's honey bunches. Quaker eats O's. They hurt my mouth. They're too. They're too honey bunched. <laughs> <laughs> they're firm. They're packed firm and dense. They're made by Quaker, and they're like a Cheerio that's packed too firm. But it's like a giant Cheerio with too much shit. Mm. Anyway, Mike, keep going. You know, it's a tough cereal to eat is Wheaties. You think like, oh, Wheaties. I'm gonna get a box of Wheaties like the sports guys. Never had a Wheaties. They're pretty. They're pretty. There's nothing. They're like never had one. They're tough. Um. Wait, there was another one I, I was going to mention that I like, and I, now I can't think of it. Oh, what I do not like is Rice Krispies and Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa. You just said you liked Rice Krispies. The treats, like Rice Krispie treats. Oh, treats. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but the like Rice Krispie cereal itself, up. that gets too soggy too fast for me. Of course, it's mush by the end. So there's, there's a bunch of cereals I can go to bat for, but there's one that I like a lot. Yeah, and I do not have. Dog? I do not have it often. I probably haven't bought this cereal in years, but I <laughs> but, but I love the taste of it. Okay, and because it's one of those ones you 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 have a bowl. You said, "Oh, that like, was great." And I, then you look, I just I just held up my box, and you're uh-huh. saying you haven't had this cereal in years. Just to clear the record here. Okay, that that will not be mentioned on the poll, of course. But you you have one bowl of it and you say it's great and then you look at it up on your shelf and you go i can't have any more of that it's too much it's, <laughs> it's far too much i can't have this two days in a row play my clip jeff so i'm at my friend paul's 
Waffle House. One is Dad said, how about Reese's for breakfast? I said, candy for breakfast? Paul says, where have you been? Not candy, Reese's peanut butter puffs. A real crunchy oh. cereal. He slides me a ball. I crunch into him. Wham, my mouth goes crazy. The smooth combo of peanut Commercials butter and chocolate so taste. Slow the milk. Attacking yeah. my taste buds. Then his dad pops in. And it's part of this complete breakfast He's telling too. a whole now story about this cool. having breakfast. breakfast at Paul's house. That is a good cereal. I didn't Try know it was it that old. I know. I I didn't really either. It doesn't seem like a brand new thing. That was uh, from the nineties. That was uh, that's a good cereal. It pairs so well with the milk. You know, Reese's, chocolate it makes the milk all peanut buttery. Ooh. So it's like it's like cocoa puffs. So you're talking about like little balls. They're yep. like little marbles. Yep. I mean, Reese's I remember this puffs. coming out and it was exhilarating. Like when I never new. had this. Tim, you had? Yeah, it's very good. Although. One thing oh. I'll say is, oh, wait, let me tweet this out and then yeah, we'll good, just good get idea. some data before I pontificate. Yeah, I'll say this. I never really did much um, in the chocolate area. Never did Cocoa Pebbles, never mm-hmm. did um, Cookie Crisp, never did... Um, I, Cookie Crisp was a little weird. Kauki Crisp? Mike, Mike, is it Reese's Puffs? Uh, I think it's Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs. Let me let me get the... You could just say Reese's PB Puffs. I love that. Reese's Cereal. Reese's Puffs. That's it. Reese's Puffs, Honey Bunches of Oats, Crispix, Reese's Puffs. What's the best cereal? Scent. Um, yeah, chalk, that cereal is good, but there's something weird about like, you kind of know it's like, it's essentially like kicks, right? It's like a, a mm-hmm. ball of grain that has then been imbued with chocolate and peanut butter. And the peanut yeah. works really good. The chocolate is troubling to me in a way that's like, when we were on tour, I said this to you guys about some chocolate food that one of us was eating. I said, chocolate. <laughs> you guys both just like that? at the same time you looked away from me. Like, okay, <laughs> Tim's going off on a thing. <laughs> no, I was trying to think because I I remember a chocolate conversation as well. Yeah, what were we back, yeah, eating yeah. or drinking? Anyway, I said chocolate is a, an elusive flavor to me because when I eat a chocolate yes. bar, when I eat a Hershey bar, I'm like that tastes like chocolate. When I eat chocolates from a chocolate box, I'm like it tastes like chocolate. Yeah. But chocolate flavored ice cream. Chocolate milk, chocolate cake, even like I don't, I can't taste Mm. chocolate. I can't identify it in other places, chocolate desserts. And there's some weird mismatch about like taking a a puffed grain ball and (laughs) putting the chocolate in it. It doesn't really go together. However, the peanut butter makes that, that cereal delicious. Yeah. Tim, I used to have a, okay, this is going to, this is a bit, a bit of a walk. I think that you're saying that chocolate has like a wide latitude. Does that make sense? Like there's a lot of different things that go by chocolate that don't actually taste all that much. So like when we say chocolate as a culture, there's Mm -hmm. like kind of a lot of different executions and tastes of that. I used to say that, um, I used to say all reds are the same, that Blue, you could have sky blue, navy blue, dodger blue, oh, all this stuff. You're right. And I was like, when we say red, we're all picturing the same fucking red. Crimson, scarlet. I get what you're saying. I mean, you could, you got your brick red and you got your other reds, but like basically, if you say red, people are thinking primary red. There's no mistake in it. Yeah. If we say blue, there's like a million blues. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty good point, Jeff. I mean, well, think about the, the St. Louis blues alone. I mean, there's mm-hmm. Brent Hull, uh, uh, Wayne Gretzky for a season. For a time, yeah. yeah. Grant Fuhrer and for a Don't forget too. those down home lonely blues. Right? Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> but you're right, Jeff. You're right about the red. You're right about the chocolate, Tim. Ooh. Hmm. Cereals. I'll good. tell you this, guys. There's um some data coming in. I'm, we're not ready to announce the winner yet. Yeah. But there's a good, very good cereal. You know, lots of times the uh, slopheads start replying to us and they're snarking when we make fun of them. We well, because they get mad because we didn't mention their favorite. Is that where you're going? Exactly. And a couple people did snark us here. They said weird choices, and I wrote back. I trolled Tim, them. I welcome it. I, I love to hear back. from the I, I said, tell me what's yours. Oh, nice. Uh, but I will say this. I'm getting some good. A, a lot of people are mentioning when we left out, oh. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. People, uh, that's a fucking meme cereal. I don't give a shit about that. It's so good. It's Cinnamon Toast Crunch is good. So is Golden Grams. And then somebody, here's an obscure one that I fucking love. Cracklin' Oat Brand. You ever have Cracklin' Oat Brand? <laughs> no. 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 I know I know it's a thing, but I have never had it. Wait a minute. You know what's a weird one? Smacks and another one where there was like a kind of a cool bear on the front. Remember him? Golden Golden Crisp? Oh, can't, can't get, get enough, enough of that those golden, golden, golden crisp. Oh, golden, man. Golden those crisp. were weird. They had like a waxy Oh, Sugar peanut. Bear. His name was Sugar, sugar bear. bear. That one was weird. It was, it, it was like a... Golden Rice Crisp, puffs, maybe? Golden Crisp. Yeah, it's Golden so crisp. funny with all these that you're selling us puffed rice or like puffed barley or puffed oats. It's the it's the most uncool shit in the world. But you animate a cool guy and he's like, "Hey, kids!" And like, we took it. I mean, I've told the story in the pod before about me asking, like, begging my dad for cream of wheat. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you want cream of wheat? The Nobody thing about cream of wheat. The thing that was funny about Golden Crisp, you just sang the song there." He would like, they would start the commercials off sometimes, and he'd be like walking into the room singing that song, Can't Get It Up with That Golden Crisp. And so be like, Hey, Crispy, we need help with this thing. Uh, that was a different approach from a lot of, a lot of cereal mascots do that thing where, it, okay, the Trix Rabbit, mm-hmm. well, he wants his cereal. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. wants it. He's the mascot for the cereal, but he's not allowed to have it. Yeah. And Lucky he wants Charms, it. He- and the kids can't have it. And Lucky Charms, like, he he's like not. He couldn't get it either. Or like he's not. He couldn't afford the kids it. Have it. <laughs> he had oh, lost yeah. his job. He'd been laid off, and he couldn't afford it. Yeah, the tricks rabbit couldn't have it. But parent. then, uh, and the Fruit Loops is like follow your nose. Like you can smell the cereal or something. The and co- then, um, Sugar Bear, he was non bothered by the whole thing. He was just like, his eyes are half closed. Yeah, he was just a, a very casual mascot. Can't get right. enough of that golden crisp what was the what was the um there was a there was one that involved like a chocolate bird <laughs> oh cuckoo cuckoo for cocoa cuckoo puffs for cocoa puffs and he went like if he saw him he would go Ooh, yeah like yeah he would go like a, he would go like catnip ape shit oh, um man. it's so funny that there was like a commercial series where you're like all right what's cuckoo bird gonna be up to this time oh no don't forget uh smacks the frog smacks i dig him Diggum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah that was his name. Was Let me see. Do you guys get this reference? I've got a Polaroid picture here I want to show you. To you. Uh, Andre 3000. <laughs> <laughs> don't shake it, though. Polaroid <laughs> said, don't shake these. Don't um, shake. Last fall, Jeff, I think you were there. Somebody had a, One of our friends had a birthday at Verdugo Bar over in like uh, Glassell Park. Sure. And somebody took a picture of me eating an oh. apple fritter. Now, I love apple fritters. Talked about it on the pod. <laughs> yes. Eat a lot of f- apple fritters in the fall. Uh-huh. So there's somebody took this Polaroid of me, and then I was going to Instagram it. Before I did it, I took a Sharpie, and I wrote this. Uh, I, 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 uh, the caption was, we eat what we like, and I wrote, 
Apple Fritter 21 because the year was yeah. 2021. <laughs> so, do you guys get the reference, we eat what we like, Apple Fritter 21? Yeah, What what is that? We, we, we eat what we, we, like we like is Apple Jacks, right? Yes, Apple Jacks. We eat what we like. The kids pose, pose for a Polaroid with their oh, favorite yeah. cereal at summer camp. And then they wrote Apple Jacks and the, what, it was like 96 or something. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have pulled that from what you just showed me, like Apple Fritter. Well, no anyway. one did. This post, I, I Instagrammed this picture of me. It bombed. And then Paul F. Tompkins commented, Tim, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a specific window. Well, that, it's also... Yeah. You look cool in that picture. If that's what well, you're Well, that's probably what motivated me to yeah, Sometimes a cool... there's a picture of you where you look good and you want to Instagram it and then you have to work backwards to make it funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you this. This is our our we're getting more data than we usually get. This is a hit poll. Yeah. Sure. I think people so. It's it. it's people like you're saying it's like people just eat cereal or but I think more more growing up people would just eat cereal. People I don't are know passionate if... about it. I've all, yeah. I'm, I'm having some good interaction here. Listen, this is kind of a, a, tra- a classic uh, troll showing their true colors here, right? Yeah. So I post, hey, what's the best cereal? Honey Bunches of Oats, Crispix, Reese's Puffs. Mm-hmm. And then Comic Book Joe <laughs> says, but none of those, TBH, with a laughing face. So then me, I confront him. I say, what's yours? What you got? And he says, Cheerios, but I'm boring. Mm. Cheerios? <laughs> And he Cheerios. knows he's boring. Well, okay. like, yeah, you can like Cheerios. That's fine, but, but yeah, you can't, you can't be like, oh, I'm the cereal guy. I eat Cheerios. <laughs> well, now let's look at his little friend, David Conway. Says, fellas, uh-huh. these are three weird picks. I say, well, what's <laughs> yours? And he says, gotta go with classic Honey Nut Cheerios. That is a good cereal. I give that is that. very good. Very and, good. And I do. I say regular Cheerios are good too. But uh, I, but regular Cheerios, you know, I'm splashing a little sugar on there after I put the milk. Really? in. Really. Regular yeah. Cheerios, it's... It's a pinch. Oh, I do brown sugar. I've done brown sugar. Oh, fuck. Kids don't really like the regular Cheerios. Adults do. How did Kix make us like it? Because Kix is not very sweet. And I, I never was, did Kix. Those not fun Mikey colors, no cartoon. Yeah. But Kit, kid right? tested, mother approved. I I'll guess. tell you what, though. Honey Nut Cheerios are a superior Cheerio. But during the 90s, they came out with multi-grain Cheerios. Do you remember these? Multi-grain apple Cheerios, frosted Cheerios, too much. But like, I like the multi-grain. I like the taste. New apple cinnamon Cheerios. Mm -hmm. Hey, Didn't like the taste. Um, Here's another one. Cinnamon Life. You ever do Cinnamon Life? Very good. Very good. That's another like adultish one to me. You know what would be a good, if I had the... (laughs) You guys ever do... (laughs) If I had the patience, discipline, and organization, I would... Go to my grocery store and just start at the top left. Go all the way down every week. Get a different cereal. Then Try go all. to the next row all the way down. Now, Mike, you're keto, right? <laughs> well, right, exactly. I would have to do this after I <laughs> maintain ketosis. <laughs> <laughs> Then you can finally try Muselix. We should make a sci-fi <laughs> movie called Ketosis, and it's about Mike's diet. <laughs> He's hit ketosis. Do you do any of that Kashi or any of that the hippie stuff? Kashi Goline? No. No. I've had it before, but not not under, not under my own budget. You know what's a snoozer is Wheaties. Snoozer. Yeah, That's yeah. That's what I was saying before. Yeah, it's it's just like you think, oh, man, I'm going to eat the Wheaties and I'm going <laughs> to beat Michael Phelps in a race. And you don't. When I was a little kid, this was when I was like little, little, just making myself like breakfast. Like a sperm? Oh, 
I was like a little tadpole in my dad's nuts. Ew. No, I was, I, 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 this is like before first grade or whatever. My parents would do shredded wheat. This is like, I think mini wheats, frosted mini wheats were out. Like shouts out to frosted mini wheats. Those are good as well. But um, I'm talking those about the big, tough. the big weedy biscuit, the big shredded wheat. Oh stupid yeah. Those weedy are weird. Biscuit. And I went downstairs and I successfully found the box, took out the biscuit, put it in the bowl, put milk in there. And then I grabbed what I thought was sugar and it was salt. And I put oh, salt hey. on top of the thing and I took a bite and I was just, and I woke up my mom and was like, I don't make it as good as you do. Or like, I need, <laughs> I need help. I need help. I need help. But you, when you had to frost your own wheat, you might grab the salt. <laughs> so I got to say frosted's for the win. I got to say yeah. though, yeah. I have bought that. And sometimes at the factory, they accidentally put salt and they caked the whole ones in. Really? It's too no. much sodium. The um, doesn't that off. doesn't that feel like when we've written branded ads for Funny or Die or whatever, and you have to like pitch stuff? Doesn't it when you think of the the <laughs> the frosted mini wheats where it was like those ads where it was like one side is sugary and the other side is pl-, like it just feels like so straightforward of like the the boring side and the party side or whatever. Yeah, of course. Oh, that man, those frosted mini uh, wheats. Wait. Yeah, frosted mini wheats. Those were tough to eat. Like, if you got a, a good amount of sog on them, they were good. But then if you sog get banana. one on your spoon that hasn't been in the milk long enough, you're like chewing on fucking sticks. Hey. Hey. Did you say chewing hey. on or queuing on? <laughs> no, chewing on, chewing on. We don't do that Q stuff. Hey. Do you guys want to hear? Oh, Jeff, go. Yes. Oh, hold on. One last thing. Oh, one last thing. Then it's I time. never, ever in my life have had Captain Crunch, let alone... A crunch berry. Well, the crunch berries were strange. I thought. Captain Captain Crunch is curious. It's like not one. It's not similar to any of these ones we've talked about. Like it's a different hmm. texture. It's a really curious. Crunchy. People it's say very it like loud cut, and cuts up your mouth. Can uh, yeah, it'll it hack can. you up real good. Yeah, it can. Hmm. Peanut butter yeah. crunch. That's something too. But I do respect the captain as a mascot. Right. Me too. And I never. I never. Uh, yeah, he's funny. I never got into the Booberry, Frankenberry, or Count Chocula world. Just it was not part of my None world. of those are good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I never did them. But with the Crunch Berries, did you hear about this? Like, they, I guess they had this accident at the factory. Yeah, it was a terrible Shit. accident. Yeah. Sad. Um, okay. Wait, what, what, what happened? Uh, it was Oops All Berries. Oops All Crunch Berries. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsies. Okay. Mike, you got to keep up with the commercials. <laughs> Are you guys ready, Tim, for the reckoning? Hit me with it. Yes. Ooh, this is exciting. This is interesting. This is interesting. (laughs) We we all really followed our hearts on this one. Yeah. Yeah. In second place, Mm. with 33% of the vote, number two is Reese's Puffs. Interesting. I was hoping that would win. Now, I think Reese's Puffs are delicious and playing to the, the taste buds of the masses, but right. not popular I... name recognition. It feels obscure to me. Yeah, it, it is obscure. Number one is going to be either Crispix or Honey Bunches of Oats. Already, that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird, but I, I think I know what I'm I'm guessing is going to be. Yeah, me too. I know, I, I, know, I know Duddy's got it in the bag. I think so. In first place... With 46% of the vote, <laughs> while third place only had 21%. So there's a big victory 
for the number one motherfucker, Tim Kalpakis. Wow. Honey bunches of oats crushes Crispix. Crazy. You know what I think? I I thought it was going to be Crispix. I think the problem with Crispix is this. They do taste good. They don't sound... You, I think a lot of people confuse them with life. A lot of people confuse them with something else. I confuse just them with checks. Checks. Yeah. That's what sure. you confuse them with. Crispix. Jeff, you you voted. You did what your heart needed to do, and I think it's not wrong. Tim, I might go try these honey bunches of oats. Folks, it's settled. Honey bunches of oats is the best cereal. Thanks so much for joining us. We love you all. We can't wait to see you back here next week when we do best French toast. <laughs> what the Cooked. fuck? <laughs> there used to be French toast cereal. Yeah, because it was a it was oh, a version French of toast cinnamon crunch. toast crunch released a French toast version. Yes, they did, didn't they? Ooh, they did. Oh, uh, these, All right. day, these days it would be avocado toast. Oh, <laughs> Tim, stop. Avocado toast crunch. Avocado. <laughs> Folks, we love you. See you next bye, week. Folks. Do you boys have anything you want to say? I just want to say bye to the listeners. Yeah, me too. Um, goodbye and best of luck for the week ahead. Yeah. You know what? Whether you're up for that new job or you're you're going to ask out your crush, I feel like you're going to crush it this week. Yeah, because you're a fucking rock star. Yeah, dude. After a big bowl of Rice crispy Puffs. Yep. No, I meant to say Reese's Puffs. Damn! We'll fix that next week. Bye, folks. Goodbye, folks.